We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. You're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone on the Talkstar Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzoneradio.com. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Extend your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the X-Zone comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. That's 7 p.m. Pacific until 11 p.m. Pacific. Right here on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the Talkstar Radio Network. My producer tonight at the Master Control of the Talkstar Radio Network in Titusville, Florida, is the one and only Senior Alec. Hey, Alec, nice working with you, buddy. On uh, tonight's show, we'll be going to a pre-recorded interview that I did with Michael Horn. Now, uh, Billy Meyer, who uh, is over in Switzerland, is is knowing for two... For two topics. Number one, ufology. He's got some 
rather unique photographs of UFOs that he claims are legitimate, and he's known very by very few as a prophet. His predictions over the years have been much more... Um, how should I say this? Accurate than Edgar Casey or even Nostradamus. Billy Meyer has had attempts on his life, and yet he's, he doesn't get the recognition that I believe he should. So I'm going to be playing an interview that I did with Michael Horn because Michael Horn uh, is the featured writer in this month's edition of the X Chronicles newspaper. In fact, the first page, the entire first page and, and following pages is an article that Michael Horn did on Billy Meyer. And of course, if you'd like to get to the, this month's issue of the X Chronicles or any of the past 19 that we've actually posted, you can go to www.scribd.com forward slash Zone Radio TV. The cost of the X Chronicles at Scribd is $1.50. At your newsstand, it's $4.95, so the choice is yours. Save a tree. This is what we're doing is we're cutting back on the print in order to do it electronically, in order to cut cut uh, cut off cutting down trees. There. one 877 is my toll-free number. Xzone at TalkStarRadio.com is our email address. On MSN Messenger, TalkStarRadio at Hotmail.com and our website, XZoneRadio.com and XZoneTV.com. By the way, we indoctrinated um, two people into the XZone or woo-woos over the, um, over, the, over the night period when we're off. You know, we're off during the day, so I guess it's over the, over the day. Um, first of all, we indoctrinated the one and only Harry Walther who kind of uh, shot himself in the foot last night here on the show, and we also indoctrinated Jason Rand, whose real name is Paul Bondora, as well as Cal Korf. Now, these three gentlemen will not be returning to the show because I believe that they tried to pull the wool over your eyes. They outright lied to us. So why would we want these type of people on our show? We don't. Credible, honest, People who do things from the heart, those are the people I want here on the Exxon, not charlatans, liars, and frauds. When I come back from this two-minute commercial break, we'll be going to my interview with Michael Horn as the Exxon commences for Tuesday, June the 9th in the year 2009, right here in the Exxon. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend... This is us saying, thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. To make a rich, smooth cold brew, Tim Horton steeps 100% Arabica beans for 16 hours. What could be richer than that? Well, uh... How about blending in swirls of sweet Irish cream? Rich enough? Ooh, I guess. Not quite. Because Tim Horton's tops that cold brew with the cloud of sweet cold foam. Now, what could be richer than that? Nothing? Exactly. 
Irish Cream Cold Brew with Cold Foam now at Tim Hortons. Or try Cold Foam on any of your Tim Hortons favorites. Modifications extra for a limited time at participating U.S. locations. Michael Horn is my guest this hour. Exonation. He is the North American authorized representative uh, for Billy Meyer. His website is www.theyfly.com. And Mike, welcome back to the Exxon, old friend. How are you doing tonight? Fine, Rob. Thank you for having me on again. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I I understand that you heard the interview last night uh, that uh, with um, Derek Bartholomus, and uh, I'd like to get your feedback on it. Uh, yes, I, I listened to it today on the. Uh you know, the uh, iTunes uh, archive. Mm -hmm. And I could launch into it, or I would say first, is there anything that comes to mind for you, particularly any point you raised that you think I should address first? Because I I made some notes here. Yeah, I I certainly would. I'd like you to address the the fact or or the part that he said that um, the the photographs... um, Eskett and Nero photographs? Yes. (laughs) It was the first thing I wrote down practically. Actually, the second thing. Well, I have to couch this and say this, and I'm going to try to say this as as clearly as I can. If Mr. Bartholomus and any and all of the other skeptics had done any homework, and that means had they accepted my offer to them to provide them, or at least to make available if they wanted to purchase it, the, the various books and DVDs and films, of this, you know, Meyer case that documented before they made claims about things that they clearly didn't know, had not researched, and I'm not being hyperbolic at all, had not researched, they would not have made the foolish, foolish statements, and in some cases outright lies, that uh, Derek repeated last night. The Askett photo controversy pertains to the pictures that were attributed, uh, you know, that Meyer uh, took, and that he said he had taken photographs of Askett and Nira. Mm-hmm. Subsequently, there was a controversy, and some of these photographs turn out to be, if not exactly, some type of composite of the Dean Martin dancers, uh, I don't know, from the 60s or 70s or whatever, two people in particular. What Derek doesn't know, and what a lot of people didn't know, was that in the 39th contact, and that was on December 3rd, 1975, something like 13 years, I think it was, before this controversy erupted, Meyer is talking with Pata, one of the, we'll just say alleged one time, extraterrestrials. And there is a, a transcript of this particular uh, three, four sentences, and it goes like this. Pata says to Meyer, 13 years before this controversy, it was rather extraordinary that you were given permission to take photos of Ascot and Nira, since we've discovered terrestrial females who resemble them very closely and who interestingly enough, also work together in a community of interests. Billy responds, he says, boy, that's a shame. But the women, the doubles of Ascot and Nero, where are they? Patar responds, in America. Billy, can you tell me their address and other details about them? Patar says, I would rather not do so for various reasons. Now let me explain this. 
in many cases, the play Iron People knew that Billy was going to be walking into all sorts of rotating blades in the course of his mission, in the course of his life, things that lay in his future that he did not know about. They knew that this would eventually turn into a controversy when other parties got a hold of the photographs and manipulated them. I'm not going to sit here and read off lengthy, um, you know, Internet addresses, but anybody sure. that's interested can write me, I'll send them. There's a whole article on this that was published by Michael Hesseman, a German researcher, and he also addresses how it was impossible that the, these were the photos that Meyer actually took and the, that they were not taken off of a TV screen. It's a, there's a lot on this. So what I'm driving at is this. Meyer disavowed a number of photographs. Ultimately, it was the Nasket Nero ones. There were some dinosaur photos. There was a pterodactyl illustration thing. And there were some photos allegedly taken in space. Now, what he said was, I did take photos of Asket Nero. I did take photos in space. I took all sorts of stuff. But because he was never in uh, complete control of the films, once he took his films, he turned them over to a shop to send them out for development. It was discovered that some of those photos either were stolen, as it was the case with the films, or they came back altered and manipulated, and Meyer would simply take the photos back, he'd look through them, throw them in a box, he would throw them in shoe boxes, and he had hundreds, hundreds of photos. Now you'll notice, and let's just, and I'll be happy to come back to this as much as you want, but let me go to this point. I noticed in the interview Derek was trying to make a big deal about the pterodactyl photo or whatever. Yeah. He would not address, fully address, the photos that he pulled out and put into our film and said, these are photos, uh, either from photos or from films of Meyer, that are of the same tree, and it's a model tree, and the UFOs are model UFOs, and look at these lines here, it shows these, are, they're so similar, they're the same tree. When I busted him on that, and I said, will you please, everybody, look at the rest of the tree, there's nothing similar about the rest of these trees. Number one, they're obviously not the same tree. Number two, if the burden of proof on, is on him, would you please show us a model tree? In the eight-plus years that I have challenged these people, and I can explain this story, too, and how the challenge came about and how they accepted it, they have been unable to produce one photograph of a model tree, let alone anything even close to the trees in Meyer's uh, photos. They have been unable to produce one photo of a model UFO next to a model or miniature tree. Now, remember, Derek prides himself on being in post-production in the television industry. He has been involved in this thing for six years or whatever. He has the resources of this organization, which is internationally affiliated, and he cannot produce one photo, even of a model tree, to back it up. So he did have to retract that. He says on one hand that he is not in a position to call the case a hoax, but he states on the other hand that Meyer used models to take his photographs. That means that Meyer hoaxed his photos and films. So this drives me a little nuts because it's so amateurish. It is so incompetent as well as inaccurate that I don't know how he can still even want to come forward and humiliate himself and his, his organization with this. We have posted on my website the, the article where I claim he's retracted, and I have his own quote there. We show illustrations of what he put in the, the film. Interestingly enough, Derek was the only person that we interviewed who we didn't interview. He prepared a script... And remember, he's had something like six years or five, six years to do this, and he presented it with no questions and answers to speak of. There were two questions at the end where I actually said to him, so do you say Meyer did this with models? And he says, yes. 
that means he's saying Meyer hoaxed it, but then he wants to say he isn't saying that. And then when I say, well, will you produce a, a, the tree or produce a model, they can't do it, and they try to then slander Billy Meyer over it instead of their own abysmal incompetence. Here's the problem with this type of so-called research. These are people who have never gotten off their butts and gone to Switzerland to see the environment, to see the actual locations where some of the photos and films and sound recordings were made. They've interviewed nobody. Last night he dismisses 17 people who have been who passed lie detector tests, 100% accuracy, including Meyer and his ex-wife, about the truthfulness of this case. Now, if this was a crime scene and there were 17 witnesses, don't you think that the detectives would interview those people? Especially if they, I mean, what's going on here with this kind of incompetence? And this is what has driven me nuts. It, it, it always makes me feel like I'm attacking the person. I'm really attacking the, the, the unbelievable level of unprofessionalism and ineptitude that has characterized the skeptical you know, attack on the case. He said last night that he didn't retract his statement and that James Randi didn't retract his. The problem is I have James Randi's, uh, uh, I think I forwarded to you some links. Yes. They were put up by IIG where, where I had correspondence with James mm -hmm. Randi. He says, this is a farce that any child can see through. Then in another email he says, I never said it was a hoax. Now, here's something really interesting, and I haven't pushed this point very much, but I brought it up a few years ago. Both James Randi and the IG people have various financial rewards for a paranormal claim that gets proved. Right. And, and to do that, you submit your, your stuff to them. You have to pass their particular tests. Now, I'm making this statement on an ethical ground. I don't care, frankly, to push anything about the money with people who aren't going to pay things off anyhow. But here's the problem. James Randi called the case a farce, which you look in the synonyms. That means it's a hoax. Yes, it is. And then he retracted it. He passed judgment that it was first a hoax and then it wasn't. I say morally and ethically he should have written Billy Meyer a check at that point because he had made a statement and then he retracted it. Good now, if point, he said, Mike. Good point. Pardon? Good point. Yes, of course. That morally and ethically means he says, I, am I have made the judgment on this. This is a hoax. Then he says, I never said it. That's a retraction. That means that for a person who puts up a substantial, supposedly a million dollars for a, a proof of, of the paranormal to declare that something's a hoax and then to retract it, excuse me, if you have any substance as a human being with any integrity, character, morals, and ethics, you write a check. And you said, excuse me, I've retracted that claim, here you go. Either that or you lay out how and why you know it's a hoax and you don't retract your statement. The same thing here with... Derek Bartholomew and, and IIG, they have a, I don't know, ten or $50,000 reward or something or other. Derek claimed it's a hoax. He says it in the film that he used models. He says it over and over. And then we show that he's wrong. He basically has to retract that. Where's the check to Billy Meyer? You see, this isn't about a pterodactyl drawing or something that somebody else could have done. We're talking about Meyer's still irreproducible photographic and film evidence. And these are the people that attacked it. You would have thought that if you have 17 people that have there, thereby uh, passed lie detector tests, five other photographers, and, with, and, and these people are living in Switzerland, they're available, that before you go out and make protestations and claim that this is a hoax and we've debunked it, you might want to talk to people. Unfortunately, what the skeptics do here is they say 
any and everything that they have personally not seen, uh, there's no proof or validity for it, which means that 99.999% of history doesn't exist because they didn't witness it. This is not how mature, objective, scientifically people oriented people go about proving or disproving or basically trying to find the truth. Mike, that, I, you and I have yeah. to take a commercial break, my friend. Surely. Uh, yeah. I agree with you that... That you know, if if you say something's a hoax and then you retract it, what you're what you're basically doing is saying no, it's real. And if that is part of the of the condition for this million dollar check, then Billy should have gotten it. Michael Horn and I return on the other side of this commercial break. For more information on Billy Meyer and Michael Horn, visit www.theyfly.com. That's www.theyfly.com. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, right here on the Talk Star Radio Network. There's a new kind of television. And this interview with Michael Horn will continue on the other side of this break, right here on Talk Star. If you've got kids, chances are sooner or later you're going to need dental help. And when you do, I hope you'll remember 1995dental.com. 1995dental.com tells you how to save about 50% on braces for your kids, similar savings on other services. Because this isn't insurance, there is no waiting period, no exclusion, no claim forms to fill out. You get instant savings from tens of thousands of dentists coast to coast. Unlike a lot of insurance policies, this discount program covers cosmetic dentistry, bonding, and cleaning. For the individual, it's $11.95 a month. But for the entire family, everyone who lives under your roof, regardless of age or relationship, it's $19.95 a month. Hence our name, 1995dental.com. Type in the numbers 1995, then the word dental.com. 1995dental.com will save you. Douglas James Cottrell, who has been called Canada's Edgar Casey, has just made available his latest CD, Douglas Cottrell 2012 Earth Changes, the first CD in the 2012 Prophecy series. This session features information gathered from the Akashic Records in a deep trance meditation session by Douglas James Cottrell in March of 2009. In this session, Douglas explains changes that have taken place in the Earth's core, changes to the Earth's poles, and the real reason why the polar caps are melting. Douglas also elaborates on increased volcanic and earthquake activity between now and 2012, including what, where, and when. To order your copy of Douglas Cottrell 2012 Earth Changes, visit his website at douglasjamescottrell.com or call toll-free 877-COTTREL. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard. 
Taylor Square and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. You're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone on the Talk Star Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzoneradio.com. My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Florenza, and you're listening to my dad, Ron McConnell, on the exit. This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell. Hello, my name is Holly Reeves, an astrologer from Astro for You, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. You're listening to us live and around the world on Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Michael Horn is my special guest. His website is www.theyfly.com. But I'd just like to take a couple of minutes before we get back to Michael to uh, remind everyone who has a cat or dog that they were coming into heartworm season. And this is a press release that was issued yesterday from the Hamilton Academy of Veterinary and Medicine. The topic is heartworm threat from Hurricane Katrina dogs coming into Canada for adoption. The Hamilton Academy of Veterinary and Medicine would like to remind cat and dog owners in the city, surrounding area, province, country, and to our neighbors in the south. With the return of spring and mosquitoes, it's time again to have your pets tested for heartworm and start them on their monthly heartworm prevention. The members of the HAVM are extremely concerned. In 2008, there was a tenfold increase in the number of seen and treated cases of heartworm disease in Hamilton. This dramatic increase was particularly evident in dogs that were imported into Canada from heartworm edemic areas of the United States, specifically but not limited to the state of Louisiana. If you adopted a dog from any source that was from the United States as a hurricane rescue dog, It is imperative that you see a veterinarian and discuss the current protocol to ensure that your pet is heartworm negative and how to protect them in the future. Even if you were told that your dog was tested negative prior to adoption, it is still imperative that you see a veterinarian. Many of these dogs were imported only having had one negative heartworm test. Now, the American Heartworm Society's current protocol for dogs eight months of age and older coming from heartworm edemic areas requires that the dog have three negative heartworm tests 
The initial test should be followed up with a second test at four months and the final test at nine months after the initial test. During this, pyramid, the, during this period, the dog should also be on a monthly worm preventative. The HAVM does not want to see any family lose their family pet to this preventable disease. It is still possible for us to control this disease. Number one, have your dog. If you have a dog, see your veterinarian now for a heartworm test. Number two, if you have adopted a hurricane dog, see your veterinarian and advise them that this is a hurricane dog or that the dog came from the state of Louisiana. Number three, if you're planning to adopt a hurricane dog or any dog from a heartworm edemic area of the United States, beware that unless they have had three negative heartworm tests and have been on monthly preventative during the entire time, there's a very good chance that they may be heartworm positive. Heartworm is difficult and uh, very expensive to treat exonation. If you're contemplating adopting a dog from Louisiana, it is important to ask about the dog's testing and treatment before you commit. Your veterinarian is your very best resource for understanding and managing this disease because all veterinarians really do care about your pets. And this is uh, from the Acad Hamilton Academy of Veterinarian Medicine. Dr. Michael Mogavero was on with us yesterday, and the Academy's website is www.hamiltonvetsacademy.ca. That's www.hamiltonvetsacademy.ca. Michael Horn is with us. Uh, Mike, thanks very much for allowing me to get that uh, message into our listeners. Um, where did we leave off? Well, I, I've been pointing out a few things, and i probably conclude concluded the points I was making at the time, but I'd be happy to tell you a couple more things. Please, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Eric, uh, Derek said that he had not falsified my email. I sent you links. They actually did. And, and he, I mean, see, this, this kind of sounds a little petty. They have to go over it, but I have to do this for a simple reason. The credibility of those who either represent or oppose the case has to be established for anybody that cares. Mm -hmm. uh, he lied over the air last night about that, among other things, and they have my full email posted on one page and the one that he redacted and edited on another and then he says he hadn't edited it so I don't know how people do that he claimed that um, he was speaking about uh, getting false information from my website what happened was I found that I had made a typo in my own transferring of information and I put up the correct document I left both up so that it would not look like I was trying to trick anybody by removing evidence that I had made a mistake this had to do with Marcel Vogel's analysis of Meyer, Meyer's metal samples. I offered the video on that to the people at CFI and uh, West and IIG years ago. They declined, and so he makes a presentation in the film based not upon researching Marcel Vogel, but only upon a paragraph or two out of one of my um, own articles on the Internet. And it was the one article, uh, I haven't found too many, where I had transposed words and he bases his analysis of Marcel Vogel on that. That is beyond amateurish. It's incompetent to the highest degree. So uh, the, the other thing was he claimed that the therapist in the movie said that Meyer uh, possessed schizotypal traits. Yes. No, she's described schizotypal behavior and those traits, and we deliberately put that in next to me, next to Meyer, because people are going to start thinking, well, these people are crazy. What's it like? What would crazy people say? She said, and I remember she says, it doesn't make the claims untrue. 
she can't say that somebody has or hasn't had those experiences, but that there are people, and there are plenty of them, if you will, in the New Age and UFO community that make crazy claims that are probably schizotypal. I, 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 I remember asking uh, or commenting to Derek after he said that. I said, well, isn't that like, you know, Billy Myers shooting himself in the foot by putting yeah. it Yeah. That, that isn't what she said at all. And Meyer was acting in self-defense when, as a young person, and not even, I think, barely in his teens or earlier, he was assaulted by a, a woman who was kind of a crazy woman. He defended himself, but it's going to be her word against his, so he was in trouble, and this kind of thing goes down. Derek was, you know, talking about it. Well, he was institutionalized. I wonder if Derek ever knew the, uh, of anybody named Mahatma Gandhi, perhaps Martin Luther King or Nelson Mandela, all of whom, among other, you know, many other people, were incarcerated, were, were beaten, were tried, were called all sorts of things. Meyer came back to Switzerland voluntarily because he wanted to get that cleared up out of his record. Uh, Derek Bartholomew criticizes Meyer for leaving the, the French uh, Foreign Legion when he's a young man. He joins it when he's 15 or 16. He leaves it shortly thereafter because he realized this is a place uh, where people are being trained to kill. This is not for me. Mm-hmm. And he walked out across the desert. The only one of the only people ever known to successfully leave the French Foreign Legion walking out across the desert. Uh, Derek Bartholomew got his information wrong when he was talking about the nuclear plant. He's correct that I had put up an August 12, 2003 thing. And when he uh, made his presentation for our film, his scripted presentation, I went back to double check on it. And the internet, they had loaded an earlier document where they had actually shut down that plant in order to prevent an accident. And literally what Meyer says in the prophecy is if people are attentive, the accident can be prevented. He never said there will be an accident. And that's a very unusual prophecy. He says there's a danger of an accident at the nuclear power plant near Lyon, and if people are attentive, the accident will be prevented. That's a very detailed thing to say. You could either say, well, there could be an accident somewhere, uh, why would you say there won't be an accident unless you actually spell out the kind of circumstances under which the prevention of the accident takes place? Mm-hmm. And that's a matter of record. Uh, there's, there's so much here, it makes me just jump up and down. When The other thing that bothered me just a little personally is when he answered your question saying, I'm in it for the money, I, I should just for the clear it up for my own reputation. I first got involved in the Meyer case 30 years ago when I got the first photo book. That's in 79. In 86, I get the 1,800 pages of transcripts, and I start researching everything I can from that point on on my own dime, totally at my own cost. The film that I produced with my partner, we did that on our own money. I travel on my own dime. I spend my time doing radio interviews or writing articles, fighting with skeptics, totally on my own dime, and I'm not compensated by Billy Meyer, Figu, or anybody over there at all. I signed a contract that I deliberately said I would do this voluntarily just to prevent the kind of defamation and slander and libel that people like Derek Barthalmas throw around because they're uneducated and they don't really research. They come into something with their minds made up and then they try and make everything fit. All right, let me ask you this, Mike. Why does Derek and the IIG go out of their way to attack people or to try to debunk people like Billy Meyer? Well, let me say in all fairness here, I don't mind giving the words due, I called up in 2001, I called up this organization, CFI West, because I knew that they were associated with James Randi, a skeptic organization, and James Randi had been critical of the Meyer case. And I said, hey, I've got some photos and films I'd like you to see. It's a UFO case. And they said, hold on, you want to talk to Vaughn Reese. That's the man who held the position that 
Derek does right now. And, and it's really the same position. They both were volunteers there. I don't know why Derek was trying to distance himself so much from Vaughn. Vaughn had me come in, and during our meeting, when I showed him the photos and films, Vaughn said, and I did make notes of this, he said, this is an easily duplicated hoax. And I said to him at that point, if that's the case, would you be willing to duplicate one photo of Myers and one film? He said, yeah, I can do that. I said, fine. I spoke to him on the phone two times after that and went back in once. Then uh, he said they were moving or something, and he hadn't gotten around to it. Finally, literally two or three years later, they came out with a series of photographs of a small model that looked nothing, of course, like Myers. And he said, we've duplicated the effect. And I said, well, excuse me, Vaughn, I can see the effect duplicated in the sci-fi movie. You were going to duplicate his photos. You know, like, it circles a tree, it's here, there's a film. And so I happened to have gone on uh, the Art Bell show at that time, and Vaughn called in because I was explaining all this. And Art Bell said to him, well, you've got photos? He says, yeah. He says, will you submit them to the same testing that Billy Myers' photos were submitted to? And he says, no. And Art Bell said, goodbye. And that was the end of Vaughn Reese. And then his own organization got all over him and fired him and brought in Derek, who has actually fared less well in this whole thing because he's got this belligerent, arrogant uh, attitude coupled with enormous ineptitude and getting everything wrong. So they wanted to prove that this was a hoax. And everything that they've put up, we've debunked. We've shown you, you don't have your information even correct. Why hasn't any of you taken the time and trouble if I as a self-employed person with no job to get a vacation off of, would go, and this, I've been to Switzerland 10 times, I've talked to people who've witnessed 12 of the assassination attempts, and Derek impugns their integrity. Well, we don't have any witnesses. Yes, we do. I've talked to them. I know these people after 10 years. I believe he also said that there's no police reports or evidence of, the, of these uh, You know, what happened was, I, because I, I did talk to them about that, and they said, you know, one time a, a bullet came through the windshield of Billy's car, so, of course, we went to file the police report because they file them. And they said, well, maybe this, you know, maybe it was a stone. They said, no, take a look. And let's remember, Wendell Stevens was sitting next to Billy when there was an assassination attempt, a rifle bullet that missed blowing his head off. They took photographs of it in the wall. Some of these are famous photographs. Billy's sitting there, and, the, and Wendell's got his finger pointing to the bull. He, Wendell, retired lieutenant colonel from the Air Force, was there and witnessed the attempt. Now, the police might not take it too seriously because Swiss intelligence and the CIA have, for over 30 years, monitored everything going on at Myers Place. They've taken their own photos of the UFOs, and they don't want this getting out. This is the most suppressed story in human history, bar none. Interestingly enough, about eight years ago, seven years ago, something like that, a skeptic in the general area where, where Meyer lives, a, a guy who's married, he and his wife have thought that Meyer was a nutcase and the, the devil and all. He also was a photographer, and he went out on two occasions, and he photographed the play Aaron Beam ships of Meyer's, and he sent him the seven photographs in a letter. He says, I don't want to give my name, because if my wife finds out, I'm in trouble. But you're telling the truth. I have photographed these, and he's, I sent you a link to that. We, it's on the, the web from Switzerland. And he then went and met with Billy. And he said, Mr. Meyer, he said, he explained to him all about the extraterrestrial contacts and everything. He says, this is a man that's very knowledgeable. I thought he might just be a cunning you know, charlatan, but he's a very knowledgeable man. See, in order to take the skeptics at all seriously, and it's in my opinion, it's not even worth considering, you have to now make another leap that this is a conspiracy theory of 
17 people who passed lie detector tests, 12 witnesses to the assassination, five other photographers, a skeptic who takes the photograph. What about Pobol Chang, the retired UN diplomat who's in our film, who says, I was there, I saw all these ships, I saw one of the extraterrestrials. This is a woman who represented her country in the in the UN, for goodness sake. Why hasn't Derek Bartholomew sought her out? Why didn't he seek out the expert consultant to the U.S. Special Forces who's in our film who basically says they're telling the truth? Maybe they don't want to admit that it is the truth because well, as you and I have talked before, Mike, yes. the people maintaining the conspiracy on the UFO um, uh, phenomenon is the UFO community itself. And the skeptics, both. You're right. Yeah. Mike, stand by, friend. You and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. Michael Horn is our special guest, www.theyfly.com. I'll be back on the other side of this break as the Exxon continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell, and my guest this hour, Michael Horn. Don't go away. most famous television documentary ever produced was Victory at Sea, which was as noted for the swelling musical score by Richard Rogers as the amazing footage from World War II gathered from over 13,000 hours of footage from U.S., British, German, and Japanese navies. RetroTelevision.com offers you 26 episodes of Victory at Sea, stunningly reproduced on DVD for just $19.95. The original 26 episodes are presented uncut with every note of Richard Rogers' original score for just $19.95. To take advantage of this offer, go online to www.retrotelevision.com. That's R-E-T-R-O, Retro Television, you got to spell out television.com. Or go to TalkStarRadio.com to get your set of Victory at Sea episodes for just $19.95. Are you getting tired of all the bad news? Well, then take a break from the worries of the world and play the love game. It's time to focus on what is really important in our lives, our relationships. You deserve more love, happiness, and harmony in your life. Synchro Hearts is the new hot relationship game that guarantees more love, laughter, and romance for you and your partner. It's not a sex game. It's a love game based on all the important relationship stuff like better communication, more intimacy, and lots of fun and excitement. Great intimacy is just one of the benefits of playing Synchro Hearts. Now, President Obama inspires hope, love, and peace for the world. Synchro Hearts offers more hope, love, and harmony for relationships. To order your very own edition of Synchro Hearts, visit Synchro Hearts website now at www.synchrohearts.com. That's www.synchrohearts.com. Synchro Hearts. It's the game you love to play and play to love. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend... This is us saying, thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. 
This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. My special guest, www.theyfly.com. Michael, what was this meeting that uh, apparently had ruffled the feathers of the IIG that you apparently had with one of their members or a past member? Right, that's what I was speaking about. I had called up. They had directed me to this man, Von Rees. I went in. He was the man who said this is an easily duplicated hoax. So wait a minute. This guy, Von Rees, was the, the, the contact person that you had? He was, Von Rees was uh, working at Center for Inquiry yeah. West. He was, yes, of course, I went to their building. I mean, this is not something that happened, uh, you know, in any mysterious way. I made an appointment with the guy, went in. I, was, I had phone calls with him and one more in-person visit. He was going to duplicate this. And mm-hmm. I said, fine, if you're going to show me this is a hoax, I don't want to run around and represent a hoax. Show me. Oh, no problem. We'll do that. This is an easily duplicated hoax. Also, what, what um, and I'll just, I can come back to that, but what Derek neglected to mentioned last night was when he, Derek, went and contacted uh, Volker Engel and Mark Wiegert from Uncharted Territory. And that Uncharted Territory is the company that won the Academy Award for Special Effects in Independence Day. And he went to them after the film was out and after I was thrashing him in my article showing that he was an incompetent, he went to them to try to get them to recant what they told me. I, I brought the films to them, too. To these two guys, the Academy Award-winning special effects guys, and I had a witness. He was a producer, and I still know him. I mean, it's, this is all stuff that's really easy to validate. And they said, those aren't models. We know models. If we were going to try to duplicate that, we'd have to go to CGI. So after taking all this beating, after he comes out and has to re- basically retract his premise on hoaxing, he goes to these guys, at least by email, and says, uh, you know, tell me, what you, did you really say that? You know, Michael Horn said this, that. And they said, well, you know, Based on what we saw, this would be very impossible to do. It would require a crane and wires. And, uh, you know, based on the time when these films were made and everything, we'd have to say it was very hard, probably even impossible to hoax. Special effects guys from, from the film industry, Academy Award winners. And so we then get Derek Bartholomew trying to tell us that it's, it's a hoax. And all. he got clobbered by these guys. And they weren't taking sides. They, they are skeptics about UFOs. Mm-hmm. 
But they said, hey, we just have to be honest. We can do this with computer graphics, but those are not models. It's not a, that's not how it was done. Every which way you turn, when you go to people that are credible and that can think their way through it and are open-minded to either have it be true or not true, you come down with people saying, well, wait, you know, this is legit. We don't know how come we don't know about it, why we haven't heard about it, et cetera, et cetera, but this is, this is legit. He and his association, to get back to your question, are invested in making it not real because they're kind of like a cult. They determine in advance that something has to be a hoax or phony or whatever, and then they try to push it into that. They made an enormous mistake here by getting a kid, basically, to do a man's work. And that was the interview I had earlier uh, in the month of May with Michael Horn, talking about Billy Meyer and the, uh, the skepticism that goes along with being a person who talks your mind, talks your heart, and says, hey, I've seen a UFO and here are the pictures. When I come back from the news at the top of the hour, I'll be joined by Patrick Cook for this month's edition of The Cook Report as the Exxon continues right here on Talkstar. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.